Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 11-15-2018, the semi-daily news that even plants crave. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First up is from the PlayStation blog and posted by Eric Limpel, who is the Senior Vice President of PlayStation Worldwide Marketing. Limpel says, it's hard to believe it's already been five years since the launch of PlayStation 4. In that time, we've sold more than 86.1 million hardware units in addition to over 777.9 million software units worldwide. We are so grateful to all the fans who have helped us come this far. It truly is an amazing time to be a part of the PlayStation family, and we thank you for your continued support. If you don't know, the PlayStation 4 has had its five-year five anniversary today. It turned five. Wonderful piece of tech. My personal favorite way to play video games. Are you excited for this? What are your thoughts on the five-year anniversary? I know it's not much of a thought process, but it's still pretty freaking cool. Second story is from IGN and written by Nick Santangelo. Nintendo Metroid Prime 4 is well in development. Nearly a year and a half since Metroid Prime 4's E3 2017 announcement, Nintendo still isn't ready to show off the game or announce a release window. But Nintendo of America President and COO Reggie Phil's aim says fans shouldn't take that as any cost for concern over its development, echoing what he told IGN about Metroid Prime 4 at E3 2018. Internally, we have expectations about when Metroid Prime 4 is going to be released, Phil Zame told Mashable in a new interview. We haven't announced it, but yeah, the game is well in development. If the release window is still so far out following its announcement, many fans have wondered why Nintendo revealed the sequel so early. Phil's aim admitted this was an exception to the company's general rule of announcing games closer to their release date, but Metroid Prime 4 isn't exactly the only exception to that rule. Typically, six months to maybe a year out is what we like to do, but there are times for strategic reasons that we believe it's important important to message that a game is coming he said we did that years and years ago with zelda we were messaging a new zelda experience back during the days of the wii u it really depends on the game it depends on the type of development that it's going through and it depends on how we feel the consumer is going to respond to it to the particular message Phil's aim also said there's a little incentive there's little incentive for Nintendo to announce a release date now when it could take away attention from its holiday 2018 releases like Super Smash Bros Ultimate. We do think deeply about the sequencing of our games, but having said that, Nintendo is well known that if a game isn't ready, we will push out the development in order to make sure that it is as strong as possible when the game launches, Phil's aim said. During my tenure with Nintendo, we've pushed back development a number of times on key games. In the end, it's always worth it because our focus on quality is so strong. Phil Zame's comments are the closest thing to Metroid Prime 4 news since E3 in June when Nintendo of America senior product manager Bill Trennan detailed why the Metroid sequel wasn't on display at the show. Next up is from IGN and written by Joe Scrabbles. Square Enix begins work on AAA title for PS5. Square Enix's Luminous Productions is apparently working on an unannounced new AAA title for PS5. As spotted by Reset Era user NoLifeBR, a since-removed LinkedIn profile for 3D character model lead artist Tomohiro Tokuro included the next-generation game as part of his work at the studio, alongside a new mobile title for China and now-canceled DLC for Final Fantasy XV. Luminous is a new studio at Square Enix, originally set up by Final Fantasy XV director Hijimi Tabata, specifically to develop AAA games. Last week, Tabata quit Luminous and Square Enix as a whole, leading to the cancellation of three in-development DLC packs. 
Square subsequently altered its strategy for Luminous, which incurred a $33 million extraordinary loss in its recent financial reports. Sony recently confirmed that it was working on next-generation hardware, and Square Enix isn't the first publisher to mention working on next-gen games, accidentally or otherwise. Fourth is from IGN and written by Shabana Arif. The U.S. Army turns to esports as it fails to meet its recruitment targets. The U.S. Army is getting into the world of esports after failing to meet its recruitment target for the first time in more than 10 years. The hope is that the move to esports will help the Army connect with young people after falling short of its 76,500 target by 6,500 recruits, reports Stars and Stripes. The U.S. Army is also putting together a functional fitness team to compete in CrossFit events that will serve the same purpose. A Tekken tournament has already been scheduled and going to be and going by the titles listed on the online publication form or application form. It looks like there are plans to form teams for Fortnite, PUBG, Overwatch, FIFA, League of Legends, Call of Duty, Madden, and NBA 2K. Eligible applicants including active duty troops, reservists, and veterans. Members of the esports team will become a part of the Army's marketing and engagement team. They will be in support they will be in a support role to help young people see soldiers in a different light and understand the many different roles people can have in the Army and help the Army address the growing disconnect with society, said Army Re Recruiting Command spokeswoman Kelly Bland. The first event has already been scheduled for December, a Tekken tournament that will see the victor head to PAX South next year to represent the Army. Staff Sergeant Aston Muse elaborated on future plans in a Facebook video that include building two 18-wheeler tra trailers that will visit college campuses, giving college esports team the chance to hop in and play against the Army's team at Fort Knox. Last up is another reminder that on November 27th, uh, myself and Cheeks Jr. will be at the San Francisco Game Pitch Night Presents Playtest Night on November 27th at ThoughtWorks Incorporated. It starts at 6 p.m. and ends at 8.30 p.m. and costs $5 for entry. Once again, that'll be in San Francisco. So if you are coming to the, the event, please stop by, say hi to us. We'll be over there um, supporting our good buddy Nick DiPaolo as he showcases his game, Adam's Ascending. So once again, stop by, say hello to me and Mike Doherty a.k.a. Cheeks Jr. from Chiptooth Gaming. Get a picture with us. Say hi. Let's have a good time. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds. Find us on Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast. And we've also got a wonderful Discord community. You can find the link to that in our Twitter bio. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content to you for you. Content for you. Oh, doggy. <laughs>